Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! I'm clenching my fist so hard right now. I'm clenching my anus. Ah. Now I'm unclenching. Let the fart come. That's right. That's right. You can't clench too hard, ladies and gentlemen, or you'll yeah. you live in your life in, like, stress. Yeah, farts were meant to be just gas out. It was so funny, um... You know, we, t- we were talking about uh, over our Christmas podcast about how we all sat down and played the Nintendo Wii U and just farted the shit out of each other. <laughs> yes. So we had a mini reunion yesterday. Jared uh. and Sarah came over and me and Melissa were playing and uh, uh, my my son sat down. And we actually let him play a little bit. Okay. So that, you, uh, so that, you didn't just give him like the... Uh... We had <laughs> the black piece of, piece of plastic and we, be like, oh, Ryan, you're doing so good. We did. We started off with the fake controller. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then my wife had something else to do. So then we actually gave him a real controller and he beat us at the Plinko game. Oh, man. <laughs> so whoops. But um, so it was funny. So we're all sitting there. And then he, my, my two-year-old son, just starts ripping ass. Oh. Like bad. And we're all sitting like gassed out. And then I was like, oh, you know, this is kind of uh, revenge for how many farts we ripped during Christmas. So Yep. Well, I had, I had trouble kind of like, it's been like gas central over here, man. I don't know if it's like. Like like coming off of like like this crazy home food where you're eating like all this like comfort food and like fatty stuff and cookies and everything and ripping them every single day and then you go back to like you know like we eat like strictly trying to eat like strictly organic everything not a lot of meats you know not a lot of chocolate back here and I don't know it's kind of like a I don't know if it's a shock to my system but like the farce just kept coming yeah ah, so happy holidays to you Uh-oh. family. Yeah, so uh, we have the we have an ultimate breakdown coming up later in our show where we talk about the two kind of two White House movies that came out in 2013. Uh, but first, I wanted to plug a video game project. <laughs> yes, that you I a video game. <laughs> yes, that I personally <laughs> uh, worked on. Um, I was sitting thinking around one day, like, how? What if? Uh, you know, I love Mortal Kombat. We love mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. We grew up in Mortal Kombat. Loved the first movie. You know, we loved the web series that came out last couple of years. Right. And I was like, what would it be like if the Mortal Kombat characters went to elementary school together? <laughs> and then I had this idea for a short story called Mortal Kombat Playground. Mm. So in this, in the, in the, so I wrote a short story, and it's basically uh, Outworld Elementary School has merged with Earthrealm Elementary School. <laughs> And uh, Shao Kahn and, and Raiden are the principals, and they cannot decide who should be the actual principal of this new merged school. So they hold a tournament every year. I love that. And so the Genius. and so all the all the Mortal Kombat characters that we know and love are fifth graders, and so they must battle on the playground to decide uh, who will be in charge of the school. Awesome. So uh, so it was fun. You know, it's just got a, you know you got like Johnny Cage and Liu Kang and Sonya Blade and Goro. You know, imagine Goro as the big bully, the fifth grade bully on the playground. Word. So I just tried to write them as characters, like you know, like you know, fucking stupid kids. <laughs> That's great, man. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm calling it like it'll be like two years two years from now. Somebody will be like in Hollywood, be like, guys, guys, here we go. We're gonna reboot Mortal Kombat, and they'll totally steal your idea. That'd be fun. You know, because I mean, like, uh, you know, like uh, Marvel had Marvel here. Uh, they had Marvel had like a little kids kind of toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had a cartoon too. Well, the cartoon they were still adults, but they were, but the cartoon was aimed at little kids. Yes. But um, you know, it's kind of like uh, Muppet Babies, but they're fifth graders now. 
Cool. So uh, so it's fun. And uh, so anyways, I wrote a short story. I split it into eight chapters. And every Thursday in January, uh, you can download two chapters for free on RageQuitCast.com. Mm. So just go to RageQuitCast.com on Thursdays. Uh, Jumpman Podcast is on, the, is on the front page. If you scroll over it, there's a Mortal Kombat Playground link right there. Boom. Get your free PDFs, like two chapters every week. And, uh, you know, if you like it, drop us a line. If you hate it, you know, then I guess you could drop us a line, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen, Have you seen? speaking of Rage Quickcast, have you seen Andrew playing this game? Uh, I think it's called Resogun. No, I haven't. It's freaking awesome. Like, all right, imagine uh, Geometry Wars mm-hmm. mixed with uh, William's Defender. You know, oh, the old okay. school game? Hell yeah. Except you're trapped on, like, on the edge, on, like, the outside of, like, a cylinder. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like Defender in that, like, the game's level kind of loops around. Mm-hmm. But it's got the visuals of Geometry Wars. It's really sick. You should really check it out. Nice. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Rage Quick Cast. Come for Mortal Kombat Playground, and then after you read that, if you like it, stay for awesome video game reviews. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and uh, he always he always reviews like the latest and greatest stuff. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, he's all over that shit. It's awesome. Yeah. So, so uh, I've actually I've speaking of video games, I've actually been playing. Um, I've been taking the subway, which means I'm playing on my DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been playing uh, Dragon Quest Nine once again. I picked I picked it up, but I gotta tell you, I'm kind of kind of burning out of it, man. You know, started off strong. Was like, all right, JRPG goodness doesn't get any better than Dragon Quest. You know, they are they out JRPG the JRPG genre. Oh, you know? it's a lot of letters. I know it's a lot of uh, <laughs> acronyms. So, um, but now it's like now that I'm like a third through the game, I'm like, okay, all right, I see where this is going. Nowhere, <laughs> mm-hmm. nowhere, slowly, and it just feels like, all right, all right. So the main quest has revealed itself, which is you have to go down and into the world to find a certain non-predetermined number of these super fruits, and uh, just like in oh God, like the uh, many, many, many animes, you're like, "Whoa, God! Huh, the super fruit has has fallen into this village. Anybody could have it." Huh, let's find the person with the most tragic backstory ever. They've definitely got it, and they're going to turn into a monster, and then we're going to defeat them, and or maybe, like, their dead father or something who's taken the fruit. It's always just like, ah, oh, God, like, do I have to go to another village and, like, stomp the crap out of somebody's dead dog who's eaten, like, the super fruit and have somebody, like, cry about it? Like, just get me to, like, the point where, like, there's just no, the villains have yet to reveal themselves, so I'm just kind of, like, erranding, and it's, I'm, like, a third through the game. So it's it's kind of annoying. So I'm I'm kind of just grinding through it, hoping that they'll feed me more than just like a tidbit of some kind of like other plot. Because this is the game that everybody talks about. Everybody's like, "Oh man, it's such a great JRPG, and you'll mm-hmm. love the crap out of it." And I'm a third of the way through, and I'm bored. So I just think there. Every time you say it, I just think there should be a video game or a cartoon called Super Fruits. I know. <laughs> like every time you say that, I'm like, that sounds awesome. I mean, it, like, the writers of the game, you know, the writing is very cool, very clever, and, you know, they have a different word for it, but they're basically super fruits. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, it, I mean, Dragon Ball Z had super fruits a little bit, like when Goku went to hell, and they're like, don't eat the special fruit from King Gemma's tree, mm. and he ate it anyway. I just think that, was, that kind of deal. Should be super fruits, I like it. Exactly. Well, that's cool. Well, let's get to the main event here. Mm. Now, when we found out, I mean... We've talked about this many times. Yeah. Uh, the fact that, you know, Hollywood 
loves doing two of the same movies. Some One studio gets an idea, and the other studio is like, fuck, that's a good idea. What can we do that's almost exactly like that? And they'll come out with the same, the same thing. you know. And that's how you get two Tornado movies at the same time. You get two Meteors Coming to Destroy the Earth movie at the same time. You get two fucking movies about ants at the same yeah. time. You know, so, I mean, it's classic. So when we found out in 2013 that there was going to be not one, but two movies where the White House gets taken over, we hatched the plan, and we're like, we just need to watch both of them and then just talk about it on their podcast and compare. Because who doesn't want to watch the White House get taken over in, like, a diehard scenario? It's super awesome. Yeah. I mean, speaking of, speaking of Die Hard, I mean, it's basically like Die Hard colon White House in both movies. But I, but I guess we'll, we'll get to that. Die House. <laughs> there we it's go. The death House. And there's our title for this episode. Die House. Die House, <laughs> Die house with a vengeance. Yeah. So we've got uh, Olympus Has Fallen starring Gerard Butler as the hero mm-hmm. and Aaron Eckhart as the president. Came out earlier. And then the White House Down starring Channing Tatum and mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx as the president came out over the summer. Right. And uh, I didn't see either of them because I wanted to be able to kind of rent them and watch them back to back. So I've finally been able to do that. And, and my suggestion was let's play them at the same time and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but uh, unfortunately, we didn't have the – we didn't do that. Yeah. Um, so what I did, I figured the easiest way to do is I came up with ten questions – that uh, both movies uh, have something in common with. We'll go down through the ten questions to determine which was the better of the two movies. All right. So, and and this this will be like crazy spoilers. I mean, they're, they're both out on Blu-ray, I believe, at this point. Yeah. So if you if you haven't seen it yet, uh, go go rent it. You know, pause the podcast, put mm-hmm. them on, get some popcorn. Uh, yeah. They're they're both highly enjoyable. Books. Yeah. And even if we spoil for it, maybe listening right now will, will let you know which one to rent or buy and which one not to true so it might actually be helping you okay all right so first question and this kind of goes almost a little chronologically through the movie a little bit so Mm, first of all uh we're comparing who are the bad guys and are they cool Hmm. so for white house down the bad guys are it gets discovered they're all from like various government agencies and quote-unquote radical political groups so they've kind of all been like assembled like this super team that are all on like the government watch lists right it's like it's like the a team of bad guys who's all been assembled by um uh well we we don't want to give that all right right. so so they've all been assembled but that it's just like it's no no one country it's not like clearly islama whatever yeah. You know what I mean? Or whoever in the 80s would hijack things. Yeah. So you've got that team. Over in Olympus Has Fallen, the bad guys are North Korea. No, wait a, <laughs> no, wait a second. Now, no, for the first leg of the movie, they're, everybody's – like, I'm like, oh, my God. North Korea got the, got its shit together, and we're in trouble, just like all those video games foretold. Yeah. Uh, but, but then I'm pretty sure they revealed that – that uh, it, it wasn't North Korea, it was just some terrorist guy who uh, came from North Korea, but he's not really affiliated with North Korea. Well, he, well, because in the movie, in Olympus Has Fallen, they're trying to unite the Koreas. That's the mm-hmm. president's goal. And this guy is trying to ununite them to help North Korea fuck up South Korea. Right. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, 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 he's not, like, maybe he's not, like, state-sponsored from North Korea. I mean, Kim Jong-un didn't come out and give a speech or anything like that. Yeah, but keep in mind, also, all the terrorists were all Asian, so. Sure. I, th- I think it's uh, succinct to say, we could just say North Korea. All right, North North Korean <laughs> terrorist dudes. 
Okay. The, the whole the whole time I was thinking, oh my god, if North Korea had a shit together, <laughs> we'd be in trouble because all these guys are like, you know, they're like special agents, like, yeah. you know, they're just like wrecking shit like the whole movie. And I'm like, you know, real North Korea is nothing yeah. like this. But they're also badass karate dudes. Oh yeah, man. So I mean, this is the best of both worlds: bullets and hayas. So who do you give? The edge to White House down bad guys or Olympus has fallen bad guys. Well, it's like you know, in in the in Olympus has fallen, there's only one bad two. There's only two bad guys with lines. Yeah. All the rest of them are just. I mean, like occasionally they spout like they yell something in Korean at you. Right. Uh, but like there's no personalities, mm-hmm. you know. So they're kind of more more badass, and they're, they're all like wearing masks. They're all stunt dudes. Uh, but then in White House Down, there's like this like the evil redneck who's uh, hanging out with the with the kidnap with like the hostages. Mm-hmm. There's like the the second in command guy who's taking it from all sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like a couple other personalities to kind of pick from. The, the the computer tech guy. Yeah, yeah. There's like the hacker mm-hmm. guy who who thinks he's all that. So you're gonna, you would give it to White House down then? See, I don't know because I didn't. I wasn't rooting for any of those guys. I was like, yeah, I could kind of take or leave all these guys, right? You know, so like I, I would I would give it to Olympus Has Fallen because at least the henchmen like they henched. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they were like, we don't mess around. They're like, which which uh, which hostage do you want us to kill? This one, boom. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in White House down, they're like, we're totally gonna kill the hostages, but they never get around to it. Really? So. No, no, no. All right. Well, so let's go to the next question. Obviously, okay. every movie like this has to have a traitor, right? So we're gonna we gotta compare traitors here, okay? Because it's gotta be an inside man, you know. Otherwise, it's it's not really gonna happen. For White House Down, the traitor is James Woods. He's the head of Secret Service, and he's about to retire. And it, and it's pretty much known from the beginning of the movie that he's the traitor. Yeah, because it's you know like there's scenes with him in the beginning. You know, they're kind of like, like, why are we showing James Woods, like, making coffee and eating toast mm-hmm. and getting ready for something? Yeah. You know, and then pretty much soon after, he's just, like, shooting people. And once, when, when, when everything starts to go down, James Woods is, is right in the middle of it saying, like, ha-ha, I'm, I'm evil. And there is, like, uh, and there's a line, like, when he decides what to do, they're like, oh, that's, are you sure that's what we should be doing? Yep. James Woods said so. Yeah, I mean, uh, and from the beginning, they're like, oh, come on, James Woods. I mean, you're not a bad guy. Come on, man. We worked with you for, like, 50 years. Come on. You can't be the bad guy. And he's like, I am. Shut up. Yeah. Now, over in Olympus Has Fallen, the bad guy is Dylan McDermott. Is that his name? Yeah. And he is (laughs) former Secret Service. In the beginning of the movie, he's Secret Service, and they make this line like, oh, sorry to lose you. He's kind of, like, retiring or stepping down. And now... He comes back and now he is like uh, he's he's doing like contracting bad guy. <laughs> you know he's doing he's doing outside <laughs> security. He's a security detail for the South Korean uh, delegation. But yeah, exactly. as soon as he comes back, you know, oh Dylan McDermott, it's gonna be the traitor because he's like, oh what's up, bros? And then when the shit head hits the fan, they're like, oh let's take the South Koreans with us into the bunker. And someone goes in the background, but that's not protocol, and they do it anyway. So you're like, oh, we know what's gonna See, happen. I, I, I hope you have like a category for that's not protocol. Do you do you have anything like that, or can we just spill the beans? Because like there's so many times in this movie, um, you know, like all right. So if you're a writer, you have to justify getting from like the beginning of the movie where like you know it's like a sneak attack, 
in all these action movies to the worst possible scenario actually happening or getting close to actually happening towards the end of the movie. And to do that, you have to breach all these military protocols. You have to like turn every turn the world upside down on its head and say like no 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 like we get close to that or have somebody like justify it away. And that was one of the moments where where somebody was like, well, well, in real life they wouldn't do this. So we're going to mention that they wouldn't do this, but then they, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Many, many, many times that happened, especially in this one. Yeah, I have to give, but, I have to give the edge to James Woods. He makes a better mm-hmm. bad guy. He was a little more prominent in the bad guy ness. He had better crazy lines. Where Dylan McDermott was the traitor, but he wasn't the main mm-hmm. bad guy, and he only makes it through like half the movie. I mean, you know, it's funny in Olympus Has Fallen, um, uh, like the emphasis wasn't as much on like one person yeah you know what i mean it was kind of like this whole it takes a village thing to build the movie uh, which mm. is kind of cool it pl- kind of played like a novel in that way mm. uh instead of like being like super cop like white house down uh, mm. i don't know i mean yeah I, I all right i would have to give it to white house down because in olympus is fallen is basically the same character a secret service guy who was turned to the bad side mm. uh who slightly redeems himself in the end sort of kind of yeah, uh, but he got taken out quick. Yeah, all right, way so, too quick. So we'll give it to James Woods on that one. All right, thank you, James Woods. Yeah. So next, this is an important one. How awesome is the takeover? Both okay. both White Houses get taken out in White House Down. Uh, it's fucking easy. Like a Girl Scout troop could take over the White House. <laughs> they set off a bomb in the Capitol building, and and then. Go figure, a cleaning crew is, happens to be in the mm-hmm. White House, and they're <laughs> cleaning a room, you know, they're fixing some stuff, you know, they're like in like the video room just fixing, you know, and then they, they pull out guns and like pew, 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 and just shoot yep. everybody. Everyone's like on high alert, but oh, they're all looking out the windows, not looking behind them. And so these yep. five guys just mow down everyone. They go up on the roof, pew pew pew. They go, <laughs> they go through every room and they just shoot everyone in the back, and it's over in two seconds. Like I felt like I could fucking take over the White House. I know. I was like, it, it reminded me of uh, of Akira a little bit because like oh, get a bunch of like janitors in there to like to yeah. you know to save the day. It's so super easy. Now, and Olympus has fallen. When you watch the takeover, you're like, fuck, if someone was going to take over the White House, this is how they would do it. First, a gunship comes by and machine guns, flies by the White House, machine guns the shit out of all their roof support. Right, and they kill off the uh, the two the two jets that in both movies are there to uh, to stop any, any flybys. Yeah. Then a massive ground attack comes right at the fence of the White House. They blow the fence. And, like, 40 uh, Korean commandos come in, like, I, I, I just started, like, fucking shooting everybody. But when the Secret Service and the military comes out to fight them, then they have, the, they, uh, they have garbage trucks pull up with huge, huge Gatling guns. Right. And they seal up the grounds, and they just mow everyone fucking down. Right, and everybody comes outside at once. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, Nobody. The first, like the end of the first level of Commando. <laughs> they just all come out the doors like, ah! <laughs> exactly, like nobody takes cover. Like, dude, yeah. have you not played a video game yeah. in the last, I don't know, 10 years? You always go for cover. They have a massive machine gun. Let's just all run out the front door at once. They can't stop yeah. us all. <laughs> <laughs> Pile of bodies, go. <laughs> they really did. But then, I mean... But and, and they even said they're like it takes they're like we know your response time it takes fifteen minutes for the armed forces to get to the White House we took you bitches down in twelve yeah so I mean what I didn't understand was the whole like 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 all right so it, 
they hijack a bunch of U.S. weapons in Olympus Has mm. Fallen to 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 stop the U.S. from from taking back from taking back, mm. including uh, miniguns, mm. Gatling guns, and more miniguns. It was like it's like the writer was like, yeah, and then they unleash the greatest weapon of all, a weapon that fires bullets really quick. Yeah, like I- that's the best thing you could freaking think of. Like I, I just thought it was so lame. It was like, all right, all right. So there's these minigun things that somehow work uh, on their plane. All right, fine. You know, you're not calculating bolts versus wind speed. Let's just say it's possible. Right. Fine. Uh, then they pull out more miniguns in the dump trucks. Then they hijack the Hydra Six, whatever. I mean, it sounds like uh, something what I shaved my face with this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's guess what? It's another minigun, except it shoots bullets really quick. And that's how they take out the SEAL teams. I'm like, come on, man! Can't they have like anything like better than that, crazier than that, like lasers or yeah. I don't know, missiles or anything? Uh, I, I have to go with Olympus has fallen on this one because this fucking cleaning crew took out the, everyone in White House down. At least this one seemed plausible. You know, if they had if they had like air support and a huge ground attack, just instantly attack, you you think like, oh, they they probably fucking would make some headway. You know, they blew up the guard uh, stations and stuff. I mean, obviously I both of them are you know it's ridiculous movies, but I mean, I really felt like that one could possibly happen. Like if if forty terrorists just storm the White House, you know, uh, tomorrow they might make some headway. If, I agree. If they had aerial support, right. Right, exactly. Like when the when the plane pulls up and starts mowing people down with the super mini guns, are like, all right, you're screwed. Yeah. And uh, and like often in this movie, they're like, all right, aerial aerial support is like key to victory, dudes. And like yeah. if you don't have it, you're done. And when Olympus has fallen, has happened. When it happens, you're like severely bummed when it's happening. Like if it's fucking serious, and you're like, holy shit. When it happens in White House down, it's just like a, you know, just like one of those uh, crime uh, movies. You know, like. It's like, oh, you know, at 1 o'clock, we shoot this guy. At 2 o'clock, we take out this guard station. It didn't even feel real. They right. were like, ta-ta-ta, you're dead. Like, there's just, it just happened. Like, the gravity of the situation is not recognized. But Olympus has fallen. Like, they really play it up. And it's, it's a little difficult to watch, and which I enjoyed. I mean, yeah, this is definitely the biggest difference between the two movies is, like, White House Down is kind of like this action comedy in yeah. a bit, where it's, like, Super Dad saving the day, mm. along with uh, Black President. Who has to save his kicks? He puts on kicks. Oh, wait, we, I'm like, we, oh god. We will get Stop. to that. That is the topic. That, thank you, thank you, thank you. We will get um, there. But but yeah, Olympus has fallen. I mean, it's definitely you know like instead of super dad, super boyfriend saving the day, stopping, stopping is like, all right, dude, you have thirty minutes to save the president and stop the detonation and save the world. And he's like, cool, bro. I'm gonna call my girlfriend. All right. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm okay. Lo- sorry. So, we're topic by topic here. Take over. Right, yes, goes Olympus, Olympus has fallen. fallen. All right. Yeah. Next. Is an annoying kid involved? <laughs> yes and yes. yes. Who is more annoying? All right, and White House Down, Channing Tatum's daughter is in the White House tour group, and she captures the mayhem on YouTube and puts it on, and everyone watches it on YouTube. <laughs> and she gets lost from her tour group, and so Channing Tatum <laughs> was trying to save the president while also trying to find his dumbass daughter who's He's running, dumbass. who's scurrying around the White House at the same time. What I loved was was how like all right so yes she was annoying as hell but like I loved how realistic this White House Down was way more realistic in the media portrayal because they're like because as soon as she put it up on YouTube and it, and her uh, terrorist videos go viral they immediately flash everything about her that the terrorists need to kill her yeah. they're like here's her name here's her dad's name we're gonna go speak to her mother you know just like this brave little patriot is blah 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 and they're just like spilling the beans on everything about her life. Yeah, 
And when she does get captured, she actually like says stupid shit to the terrorists where any any real nine year old would just crap their pants and, and cry. Yeah, exactly. And and thus thus the action comedy. Yeah. Uh, and Olympus has fallen. They shoot a dog. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, they just shot a dog. So it's on. And Olympus has fallen, the kid is the president's son, who during the takeover went and hid between the walls. And uh, I appreciated the fact that Gerard Butler, when he starts saving the day, he saves the president's son first and gets him out, and he's only in there for half the movie, whereas mm. the Channing Tatum's daughter is in the entire movie way too much. So I appreciate the president's son halfway through, get him out, and we're like, oh, thank God. Now we can get back to the killing. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, there's definitely um, – I was I, I didn't think he was going to make it out. All right, first, first of all – why the hell? All right, so, so he finds the president's son hiding between the walls. And instead of being like, wow, this is the best fucking hiding place of all time. I'm just going to leave you alone. Don't move. He's, dead. He's just like, I'm going to move you. Well, he kind of had to because remember, Dylan McDermott it was used to work so, uh, Secret Service too. I mean, So he might have known that spot was there. True. But at the time, I was like, don't move him. What are you thinking? Just like protect that spot, man. Get out of there and like, I don't know, sacrifice yourself or something. Anyway, um... Way less annoying the the kid in Olympus has fallen, and as soon as he was safe, they never cut back to him. Yeah. Until like the end of the movie, so it was like, oh, thank goodness you had me in mind when you made this movie. Yeah. So Olympus has fallen wins that category. Way less annoying kid. Right. And in Olympus has fallen, um, uh, his mom like the the kid's mom dies in the beginning of the film, and there was no like there was just like one kind of scene where like they're grieving. There wasn't like a ton of scenes mm. or talking about it. It was just like uh, he just says one line about it. And he's like. Oh man, I hate Camp David. Yeah, it's where my mom died. Yeah. Remember, Dad? Right. And he's like, "Of course I remember." It's Ashley Judge. She was hot in the nineties. Uh. God damn it! All right, next category uh, is the vice president killed like a bitch. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Well, in White House Down, the vice president uh, who escapes and goes on Air Force One, Air Force One crashes and he dies after he's sworn in as president. Well, it crashes because it gets shot with a missile. Well, right. Yeah, so let's not, it did just be like pilot error. Oh, I hit a seagull. Ah! No, it hit a missile. <laughs> Fuck a minigun. Oh, uh, crap. This is the captain speaking. We accidentally hit a missile. So, yeah, so vice president never had a chance. Uh-huh. Shot down in Air Force One. In right. uh, Olympus has fallen, he gets captured with the president and he gets executed on camera. And and honestly, I didn't even know who the vice president was in Olympus has fallen. They never, like, they, like, you know the the terrorist guy is never like bring me the vice president. Yeah. He just like shoots a dude, and you're like, was that him? I don't know. That's what I'm. That's why the category is killed like a bitch because it's like didn't even care. Like who was that? Nah, some not the president guy. Exactly. <laughs> no one cared. And, and on, honestly, in White House Down, I was waiting for him to die. I was like, all right, every writer. Like, like both writers are going to exploit like some kind of like White House history. It's like yeah. a little bit like national treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like, all right, well, this is like one little factoid that you learned in fourth grade and probably forgot about. But like if the president and the vice president uh, get killed, then the power falls down to the Speaker of the House. Right. Which in White House Down's case is the the dad from Stepdads. And in Olympus has fallen is <laughs> oh, Morgan Freeman. Dude, and and Morgan Freeman in the beginning of the movie, he's kind of like this war hawk who's like screw screw the North Korea, let's go to war with them, and so you kind of don't know like how how he's gonna take uh, this whole crisis. Yeah. So I, I thought it, I thought it was way more interesting that that it felt felt to him. And in White House Down, 
you see the the speaker of the house in like the beginning of the movie. Channing Tatum is like working for him, mm-hmm. you know, and he's a very kind of sympathetic <clears throat> character. So then, in your opinion, which is the better vice president killed like a bitch movie? Definitely Olympus has fallen because like okay. you know it's like I, like you didn't even know like who he was. It's it's so realistic. They're like, who's the vice president? I don't even care. He's just one of the yeah. one of the many faceless hostages we're gonna kill. Yeah, he gets killed. And they're like, oh, thank God it wasn't the president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. <laughs> well, we bought us some time. Hey, the president. The president should have probably said like, like you just took that bullet for your country, my son. It's yeah. one more bullet that's not me. Oh, excuse me. All right, next oh, category. Nice. On a scale of 1 to 10, how cheesy is the movie? 10 being super, super cheese, and 1 being, like, not cheesy at all. Well, dude, these are, like, direct polar opposites. <laughs> yeah, White House down, you've got the president, Jamie Foxx, makes the comment about his fucking Air Jordans. <laughs> you've got him uh, <laughs> accidentally dropping a bazooka in the car. And while there's while they're doing donuts in the, the White House lawn, he drops the bazooka. And they're like, oh, you dropped the bazooka. And then you have the scene where Channing Tatum's grappling with a terrorist, and he's telling the president to shoot him. And then the terrorist pulls Channing Tatum in front of them, in front of him, and he's like, "No, no, don't shoot him!" And then he grabs and puts the terrorist in front of him. He goes, "Now shoot him!" It's like, oh. oh. I mean, everything everything they did with uh, Jamie Foxx's character was just played up for laughs. And some of it, I was like, "All right, is that funny?" Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in 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 like a kind of like a like, can we not have? the black president on screen uh like deciding that instead of his nice shoes he's he's like screw it i'm putting on the white kicks yeah you know what i mean like air jordans yeah going back going back to my hood days i guess because he just happens to have these like nice like air jordans around i mean that there there were like a few times where i was like seriously guys seriously all right but jamie fox did a great job of clearly he was obama well, Clearly, he was playing President Obama. Well, I mean, because Obama, I think, has Air Jordans. Because Obama is actually a competitive basketball player. That's true. So he plays basketball all the time with his uh, staff. So Obama probably has Jordans. I y- yes, absolutely. But I think the only cheesy part that I did like, no matter even though this was super super cheese, was the leader of the tour group that was taken hostage. And oh they, yeah. They kept coming back and giving him more and more lines, and by the end, like every time he was on screen, you were like, "This, I love this guy." He's dude. He he is uh, Ash from uh, from those horror movies of this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the end, at the end, he could have like pulled out a shot. He like, what's his last line? He has this badass last line in the movie when he finally kills like a terrorist. Uh, and, I, and you're like, he's I, the hero of this film. I mean, it was pretty much just like shop, shop smart, shop s smart. Yeah, I mean, he, I can't think of what the line was, but it was pretty uh, awesome. Oh, it was something about like the, he's like, this tour is over. Yeah, he's definitely shotgunned it and stuff, and he's even trying to like he's trying to get some pussy at the end. Oh man, I mean, he was he was definitely the man, and you know, like like I was definitely rooting for him in, in like a serious way because you can't like take the rest of the of the um the characters very seriously, even though like. You know the gravity of the situation and all that, so it was nice to have like you know one not so serious dude thrown in there. That's not Jamie Fox, but Jamie Fox had a lot of like uh, a lot of comedy, especially when yeah. he's trying to make when the president was trying to make like real rational decisions, like President of the United States. All right, you hang out in here where there's no terrorists and you're totally secure, and I'm gonna head back in there. Great, I'm gonna secretly follow you and try to get killed. Yeah, and then and let's not forget the. Uh the terrorist it was really good with computers that rigged the underground tunnels with explosives, then yes. accidentally blew himself up with the explosives that he rigged. 
I thought that was, you know, <laughs> I was like, what? that was very unexpected, and I thought that was great for the character because I was just like, well, well, he's gone. He's get, we'll see him in the, in the sequel, and then Hollywood maybe pull the plug on that budget or something like that, or maybe so he he winds up dying, but um, he was kind of like super cocky and arrogant and overconfident, and he because he died in the end, he sort of had this arc where his overconfidence killed him in the end. I guess because there there were deaths involved, I can't give the cheesiness level a ten out of ten, but I think I'm I feel safe giving it a nine out of ten on the cheesy level. Oh yeah, absolutely, especially because every, like uh, all the heroes live, minus yeah. the vice president. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now I mean, like like Channing Tatum takes all sorts of crazy bumps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he falls yeah. off the roof a couple times. Uh, definitely a bunch of times and he's still just like woo, woo, I got this I got this woo here yeah. we go not even tired you know he's he, he, like he looks good his hair is still straight in the end you know mm-hmm. he's got a couple of bruises but whatever yeah so we'll get that 9 out of 10 cheesiness and it's not good to win this for category mm-hmm. uh, Olympus has fallen really not very cheesy it starts with the president's wife dying oh man she takes the window to the face yeah and she's just kind of like babbling like her brain got got busted and And i just feel so bad and and then like it really isn't much cheesy there aren't even really bad any big cheesy lines i thought the cheesiest part and this made me kind of laugh which makes me a dick but um (laughs) i thought the cheesiest kind of most fun part was when they're trying to uh torture the president's staff and they grab the woman who's like the she's (laughs) like the she's like the secretary she's like the joint chief chief of staff chairman whatever yeah and she's probably like 50 years old and she's wearing a dress and they just beat the shit out of her and she won't give up the codes that they need and they're just like roundhouses to the face over and over again oh, but man. she's taking it realistically she's like ah, oh fucking god ah, oh. Ah. but the cheesiest part was they start dragging her by her hair out of the room yeah and you think they're gonna kill her and she starts reciting the pledge of america <laughs> And when she starts reciting the pledge, uh, I just started laughing. I lost, I lost, I laughed so hard. I was cringing and laughing when she's like, I pledge allegiance to the flag. (laughs) So that was pretty fucking cheesy. I mean, I love when they're, when they're working her over, I was like, this is awesome. You usually don't see this. It's, you know, they're, they weren't sexist. They beat the shit out of whoever it was. And it was a woman. So I love that part. But when they dragged her out and she did the pledge. I was like, oh, so cheesy, but so that delicious. Was, that was great. You know, what I, what I kind of thought um, my cheesiest moment was, like like I said before, when the hero, the only person in the, in the building, because they won't send in any ground forces for whatever reason, even though there's no cameras working and the terrorists lose the power of the video, etc., and they won't send anybody in because the hero has to save the day. Uh, he stops what he's doing, even though he has 30 minutes to save the world, and calls his girlfriend, and he's like, so baby, I'm just checking in. Yeah, he kind of was like, you know, I really got to save the president, but my relationship needs work too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what did you say? Would you say like a three on the cheesiness level? Yeah, I would say like, you know, a, a couple moments of cheesiness, especially in the end too. Like like when he walks out the door with the president, the president's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you uh let, let, let's make sure that you leave this theater with a laugh. Yeah. And they and he's like, uh, pretty sure the building's insured. Yeah. So we'll give it a three. So, I mean, uh, Olympus has fallen wins this because it wasn't as cheesy. Yeah. Next category. Which president would you vote for? Dude, in both movies, there's a line about where somebody, I think the hero, uh, et cetera, it says, 
uh, I didn't vote for you in the president's like uh, yeah. up yours. And that's what I that's what made me think about this. Like, who would you vote for? In White House Down, uh, Jamie Foxx has actually pulled the troops out of the Middle East to try and create peace, which I was like, oh, that's pretty good. That's that's uh, you know, uh, I might I might give my vote to this guy. Um, right. Then in Olympus Has Fallen, um, they don't really talk about much of his platform, but mm-hmm. Aaron Eckhart uh, spars, he boxes with the Secret Service, which I thought was cool. And when the terrorist asks him for his codes, he goes, fuck you. <laughs> and I was like, was- <laughs> I love that. Aaron Eckhart, the president, <laughs> is like, fuck you. And he said it so hard, too. And he starts shit-talking the terrorist later. He's like, oh, Gerard Bartlett's going to come fuck you up. You guys are so dead, you don't even know it. And I was like, yeah, I love Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> there's so, dude, there's so many F-bombs in this movie. Yeah. It was crazy. When uh, when Gerard Butler calls the Pentagon, he's just dropping them all over the place. Like, the, the general in charge of all the armies is just like, we need to do this. He's like, shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah. I'm fucking in here. You fucking listen to me. But just for Aaron Eckhart saying, fuck you. Uh, and, like, he takes a couple punches and stuff. And so I don't really know what his plat- his election platform was. <laughs> but I was just like, I love this man. Just put, just put that. Yeah, all, right. all right. So if you want to get elected in 2016, just, like, viral video of yourself, like, saying up yours to some terrorists and taking a couple punches. And people will, will definitely vote for you. Like, if, if Obama had been, I, like, I don't know if I would. So, so it, uh, I, well, I'm just uh, saying, like, if Obama had said, like, Osama Bin Laden, <laughs> you're fucking out. <laughs> and they got him, you know, like, I would have been like, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, he should, he should have taken a note from The Rock, because after, after they got Bin Laden, uh, The Rock came out on Raw, Monday Night Raw, and he's like, we got him. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, they, um, they did say that line, actually. The military. Oh, did he? Yeah, the, the military. Oh, okay. The Rock actually ripped it off. The military did say we got him. Word. So. Um, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, you know, not, not, not to get too much into the politics, both terrorists... Uh, had uh, like legitimate complaints against, or legitimate grievances, let's say, against our government. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's like in uh, in White House down. What I forget what it was in White House down. They were rallying against. Well, they pulled the troops out of the Middle East, and and oh yeah, uh, James Woods is like that makes us look like pussies. So I'm gonna make us bomb Iran. Right, and he's like, my son, my son died so we could kill millions of people in that country. Yeah, uh, and and Olympus has fallen. They don't really get into the politics, but like one of the terrorists, uh, right away is just like, "Hey, man, hey, hey there, President Wall Street. How much? How much does it take? Five hundred million to buy yourself into the presidency? Mm. You know, which is kind of like a thing in our country currently. So it was like inserting some reality into it, being like, "Okay, okay, legitimate grievance, Mister Terrorist." Well, I'm just gonna go out and say. Based on two words, fuck you. I vote. I'm voting for Aaron Eckhart. <laughs> Who are you voting for? I mean, uh, I I gotta vote for Jamie Foxx, White House Don. I mean, like outside of like his plan that 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 continued because he was still president in the end. Mm-hmm. He was smooth. Okay. You know? So w- that one's a draw. We couldn't agree on that one. So that one's a, that category is a draw. Okay. All right. Next question is is the president shot? Does the president get shot? Yes. Yes to both. In Olympus Has Fallen, uh, Jamie Foxx gets shot, but it turns out he's not dead because <laughs> right. his wife gave him Abraham Lincoln's watch. And, of course, that one little that one little watch, that pocket watch, stopped mm-hmm. the bullet. Just like ten fucking other movies you've ever seen where some magical cross or something else stops the bullet. <laughs> the Bible or something. There's always something. You pull it out and you're like, oh, it's my lucky thingamajig. Stops the bullet. Well, Eric, did you know 
Uh, here's a little factoid that I'm so like I was kind of peeved that they didn't throw this into the to the White House down because White House down was like every other five minutes they're like, did you know or would you like to know more about like this little factoid about the White House? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, president, the our most badass president, uh, Roosevelt, President Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, actually was was uh, survived an assassination attempt because the guy who shot him, who shot him directly into the heart while he was making a speech. Uh, his speech uh, was all folded up and stuck into his breast pocket right in front of his heart. And it was so damn thick that the bullet, like, passed through the, the speech, slowed it down just enough to so where it pierced his chest but didn't enter his heart. So he was a- able to continue and give the, uh, give the speech while bleeding out of his chest. And then he, like, left, left the, uh, the press box went into the nearest uh, smoking club and founded the Bull Moose Party. Yeah, I mean, we could do a full podcast on why Teddy Roosevelt was the most badass motherfucker on the planet. I mean, I mean, put, it, that that's up near the near like like one or two. Yeah, well, when you, like when you get shot and you're like, hold on, let me finish. <laughs> exactly, it's like, all right, let me finish my speech and then I'm gonna found a party based on an awesome like brutal animal, the bull moose. So I, I mean, that's just great. So you do have a good point. I was trying to say how cheesy it was because all those movies they get saved by something that they're wearing. You're, you're and you're and you're supposed to think they're dead and they're not. So. You do have a good point there. But at the same time, why doesn't anyone do like a video game and fucking double tap that guy? One to the heart, one to the head, bitch. You know, yeah, it's like, I, it's mean, like, oh, I shot him once. I'd be like, shoot him like nine times. Exactly. I mean, like in Olympus has fallen. They do that with all the down security dudes. Like when the terrorists come in, they're like, oh, yo, there's a body on the ground. Boom. A couple yeah. times to the head just to be sure. Even the dead ones. They're like, we don't want any Secret Service zombies coming back to get us. <laughs> That's right. So now and also in Olympus has fallen. The president gets shot in the gut because towards the end, like shit's going down. And the and the, the main bad guy is like, ah, oh, fuck this. And he shoots him in the gut to slow him down. And he actually gets shot. Nothing stops the bullet except his stomach. <laughs> right. And the writer inserted a line about, like, okay, the bullets pass through. So he's not, like, there's not, like, some shrapnel that's going to be, like, eating away at his insides. So right. he's, so we, we know if you pay attention to those kind of things that, like, he's got, a, he's got a shot at making it. Right. But he does get shot, and he keeps going. So, again, he's a, he's a badass. Woo. Well, my phone is telling me it's it's time for the next category. Um, I mean, I I I thought that was I thought that was cool, but at the same time, he had like this weird thing where he was like turning into a fucking corpse one minute. Mm-hmm. Where he's just like every time we cut back to him and he's like after when he's bleeding out, he's like whiter and whiter and whiter, and then suddenly like when everything's all hunky dory, he's kind of like best like like hold on to my best bro over here walking out of the white house cracking jokes and all the color is restored to his face it's mm-hmm. like what did he like drink some whiskey and just call it a day uh, and you never know it could be uh adrenaline endorphins i don't know but i mean it, it was cool but it was weird like all right wait a second his lips are white all right oh his face is white oh he's corpsifying you well, know what i mean and i had to give it to Olympus fallen because he actually got shot and there was blood Whereas Jamie Foxx like, oh, no, he's dead. Well, we didn't see it totally happen. And then he was like, I wasn't shot. So he was fake shot. So I would vote for Eckhart. (laughs) I'd vote for Two-Face on this one. All right, let's go. Let's go for Two-Face. I mean, like, it's it's the chin that saved L.A. Yeah. So uh, we only got two categories left here. We got uh, this one is final boss kill rating. When the final boss finally gets killed, how awesome was it? And, And White House down... 
they crash an SUV through the wall into the White House and pull out a minigun and fucking minigun James Woods to pieces. Right. And uh, then in Olympus Has Fallen, uh, Gerard Butler goes hand-to-hand with the ninja and finishes him off by stabbing him in the head. Well, and and earlier in the movie, which is like a total realistic situation, he gets on the radio with the bad guys for no reason, mm-hmm. and he's like... I'm gonna fucking stick a knife in your brain. Yeah, or maybe, and then he did. Yeah, or maybe my dick. <laughs> I stab you with my dick. Yeah. So I mean, it was a pretty satisfying noise sound effect too when he goes like, knife when in he, the when brain. He, when he stabbed him in the in the brain, I was like, oh my god, he delivered on a promise. I would vote for this man. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I, I really, I really did enjoy both deaths. I thought they were they were both delectable. But uh, I, I mean, stab in the head. I loved it. What what I didn't understand about I mean uh, about the final boss uh, confrontation was uh, in Olympus Has Fallen there was no reason for the villains to ever ever leave the safety of the Pequod or Pequod or whatever it's called uh, like their whole goal in Olympus Has Fallen was to blow up America mm-hmm. and all they had to do was stay within the nuclear blast safe doors and not leave. Mm-hmm. You know, instead they had like some kind of like escape plan, I guess. But like, but like, you know, I was thinking like, if you're a terrorist, you know, and your goal is to blow up America, and you've got like five minutes on the clock, you might as well just like hang out and wait, you know, until like it's all done and over with, and then like you know everything's gonna be nuked anyway, so they're probably not gonna care about you. Oh, they're gonna care. I mean, that, that's the thing. That guy knew he was <laughs> dead. He had to get out while they were still trying to take care of the bombs. I mean, he wanted to lead North Korea. He didn't want to just be a martyr. So I just I just thought like all right so so uh, super boyfriend cut off your video feed to the rest of the world all right that was kind of a pain I could see you know you send somebody out to go get him or you just continue to hack the code to blow up America and just not leave if he had if he had stayed in the compound they would have been fine what I did enjoy was during the final boss kill in Olympus Has Fallen, the president on the ground with a gunshot wound is cheering him on. <laughs> He's like, fuck him up, Gerard. You got this. Come on. Don't, and like, and, you know, Gerard's butler's taking a couple punches to the face and going down. He's like, get up, bitch. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> like, he was totally cheering him on. And I just love that part. I love that Aaron Eckhart's like, I'm not in this fight, but I'm in your corner, man. I'm in your corner. He's like, come on, hit him with the, he's got the star over his head. Hit him now. <laughs> you know he's like finish him he's getting all woozy those... knife to the head finish him put in your code that's pretty great back circle punch <laughs> kick block go <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly dude uh, no I mean yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool and also it's like exactly like alright he's not in this fight his stomach you know is like shot through with a bullet so what it's like what's the only thing he can do is like distracts and kind of like root you on yeah so are we going Olympus is falling I mean, in terms of, like, badass deaths, I mean, minigun with, uh, like, minigun to death with a, on top of a car, a Hummer that you just drove into the White House's second floor is pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome, but it also kind of rips off, like, it's just like, uh, what the fuck? It's like the, the 1980s, uh, the Lost Boys vampire movie. Had had the same kill and it was better. The the grandpa crashes through the house with the station wagon and oh, uh, yeah. nails all the deer antlers into the head vampire. I feel like the Lost Boys did it better. And if you can say the Lost Boys did something better, I think you have to vote for Olympus Has <laughs> Fallen instead of White House Down. All right, all right, let's go for that. I mean, he did he did 
pro- he did promise to to stick a knife into his brain, and he and he came through he with flying colors. So last category is cooler hero. You got Channing okay. Tatum wearing the tank top like Bruce Willis style, taking the mm-hmm. president around, and then you've got Gerard Butler who doesn't save the president until the end, so he's doing a solo style, and he gets on the walkie-talkie. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you guys. I'm getting closer. I just killed ten more of you. I'm coming for you. Yeah, but but uh, but Gerard Butler kind of had, like, like drunk Irishman syndrome a little bit, and that, like, the, the more injured he got, like, the more terrorists he killed, the more F-bombs he dropped. Mm-hmm. Like, he just stopped, like, using it. It was just like, I'm going to fucking fuck you up, you piece of crap, fucking fuck your mother, you yeah, know? which I enjoy. Like, he was, like, stumbly drunk with his F-bombs towards the end. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Who do you think was cooler? I mean, definitely Channing Tatum took out everybody by himself. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, in both situations, they came up with convoluted reasons why the army couldn't swoop in and save the day, you know? Uh, but Channing, T- Channing Tatum did a lot more, um, a lot more stealth. Uh, most of the bad guys in Olympus's Fallen are just like hanging out, eating coffee, playing pool in the bunker for most of the movie. Everyone's all to send out like a couple to deal with Gerard Butler and you know like die one at a time. Uh-huh. The, but in White House Down, the whole White House is full of bad guys, and Channing Tatum has to like save the day, save his daughter, and stealth kill like a ton of dudes. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and he's like super dad. Like in Olympus's Fallen, like uh, super boyfriend's stays boyfriend in uh, in white house down like he gets his job you know like his his like dream job that he got rejected his daughter loves him again maybe he's hooking up with his wife or like ex-wife again who knows but let's, let's also bring that up right off the bat he's a he sucks like he does his interview for the secret service they're like let's see you are a frat boy c student in college you can't hold down a job you suck and you just look dumb <laughs> And then Gerard Butler, <laughs> Gerard Butler was actually the head of Secret Service. He was a badass, but because he saved the president and let Ashley Judd die, they had to reassign him because it made the president it hurt his feelings. And then he goes through and kills everyone without Jamie Foxx helping him. So I feel like he's way cooler. I don't know, man. I mean, like, I mean, like uh, in in both in both of them, you know, like it's the Secret Service guy who's like all bros with the uh, president in the end. Mm-hmm. But I would rather be bros with like Jamie Foxx as the president. Yeah. He's just like cooler, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, I mean, I, I, it, it just comes down to a little bit, like, like who's the smarter president? Because I mean, both presidents are kind of dumb, but in Olympus Fallen, the president's really stupid. In both situations where people are giving up their code, which will basically destroy America, he's just like, he's like, 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 especially the the secretary's getting a snot kicked out of her. Mm-hmm. She's just like, he lets her get the snot kicked out of her for a while, and she's like, I'll never give up. They'll no. have to kill me. They'll never give her the code. They'll never, they'll like, they'll never take my code. And he's like, give him the code. Give him the code. <laughs> just give it to him. She's like, I wish you told me that before they knocked out eight of my teeth, you <laughs> <No>. asshole. <laughs> and she's like wheezing, is yeah. like. Fuck, I think I'm gonna die. Just give him the code. Yeah. I mean, it's too bad you were just gonna die and they wouldn't get the code. Just give him the yeah. code so we can see what happens. Yeah, I have six broken fingers now. So you're saying I could have had no broken <laughs> fingers and given him the code? <laughs> exactly. And the whole time he's like, like, like he's like building it up like, I'll never give him my code. I'll never get so So it's okay if you, who were just tortured a little bit, uh, you could give him the code. Yeah. Stupidly giving them uh, like two out of three codes. I mean, and in the beginning of the movie, he's like, uh, when they first take him down, he's like, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Yeah. But then he's like, give them exactly what they want. Yeah, because well, he was like, but I, because he's like, I'm, I'm tough. They can't get it from me, so don't worry about it. 
Yeah, exactly. He's like, you see this chin? I've been hurt before. All right, well, we're getting off topic here. Who's the cooler hero, not the dumber president? All right. I, th- I see. Uh, I'm going for Channing Tatum because he had more stealth kills. Mm. See, I... I mean, it'll, be, it'll be fall like, like, he was more of, like, a, like a tactician. Like, you know, he would see what stealth, stealth snipe you from, like, the stairs from, like, the next room. But, like, Channing Tatum was, like... Taken down, dudes. See, I have to go with Gerard Butler because Gerard Butler, it, it made me feel like the movie Under Siege, except he wasn't Steven Seagal slightly getting fat. <laughs> like, he seemed, like, legitimate. So, and I love Under Siege, so it reminded me of that. So I have to go with Gerard Butler. Mm. So I guess we're going to draw for that one. Okay. So the final tally, and which was a cooler movie, which one you should definitely go see. Uh, Olympus, out of ten points, Olympus Fallen has... Has seven... <laughs> White House down has let me see one, and there was two ties. <laughs> Look at that! So not even close. Olympus is fallen. I mean, it, it's a way fucking better movie. Way better. It's so good. I love the Olympus is fallen. I can watch it a bunch more times. White House down was made by the guy who did Independence Day, so they put an Independence Day joke in the movie. So if you want to see an Independence Day kind of romp, go see White House down. It's a better date movie it's a better it's going to be a better movie to watch on tnt over and over again yeah i mean and, and it's definitely has like stuff in there for for chicks yeah you know like all right Channing Tatum. Like, like you said like date movie <laughs> yeah but olympus has fallen is by far the better movie that's the one that you want to own not watch on tnt like you're going to watch olympus has fallen or white house yeah. down you know go rent or buy olympus has fallen that's the one you want to watch um that was it's, it's, highly entertaining it's it's funny. There are like three, only three female character, or four female characters with lines in all of Olympus Has Fallen. And let's see, one of them gets the crap kicked out of her. One of them dies early on in the movie. Uh, one of them is this nameless hacker that I believe either probably dies oh, in the helicopter. She, she dies. She dies in the helicopter. She willingly just gives her life up. Just gives for no reason. And then uh, the fourth one, uh, like her her role. It was like she didn't really make any decisions. She was just like there, like the NSA guy, to just spout lines at the phone. And see, right there, I give a bonus point to Olympus Has Fallen for how they treat women. Even better. Ugh. Boom, bonus point. That's uh, that brings their total to eight. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see White House Down remade with an all-female cast, female presidents, female Channing Tatum. Oh my God, the cheese changed up. Cheese in this level will be off the roof. Female Jamie Fox. All right, whatever, dude. <laughs> Never happened. Anyways, Olympus Has Fallen is so good, they're actually making a sequel. They're shooting it this May called London Has Fallen. What? And uh, it's, they go overseas because the Prime Minister of England has died. So they go over to pay their respect, and shit happens. So wait, Booyah! so it's not... So it, they don't call, like, James Bond. They're like, oh, the Secret Service guy who has no idea about how we operate over here has to save the day. Don't you shit talk this movie. I can't wait to see London has fallen. <laughs> it's going to be good, I tell you. So I don't think there's going to be a White House down too, though. So so they go, to, they go to Scotland Yard, and one of the Scotland Yardsmen has betrayed them. Yeah, so, I mean, Olympus has fallen ended up making more money, and White House mm-hmm. down uh, ended up being blamed by Sony for their uh, second quarter losses. Oh my god! <laughs> They're like, yeah, we had losses June, July, August. It was mainly because White House Down underperformed. Wow! <laughs> they made him the scapegoat. So well, it's like you know there wasn't a Spider Man this year to save Sony because that's what they need every single year. It's yeah. like every year that they don't have Spider Man coming out, Sony does poorly. Yeah, that's just it, man. So yeah, Olympus Fallen, go do it. 
Um, What's it? I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, all right, so I I had a bunch of other notes. Oh yeah, they both they both reference the British burning of the White House. They both had the hero uh, manning the president's satellite phone, which works no matter where you are. You could be like in a mm, pool room somewhere. That is true. The satellite. That's true. The satellite phone was key in both movies. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Speaker of the House assumes control. And uh, and there's both. There's both ridiculous hacking that happens in both of them. A little bit more ridiculous in White House Down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and telling lies to children. In in White House Down, the president's like, don't tell lies to children. Yeah. And it's kind of it's kind of a funny scene where he's just like, all right, clearly he just busted you for lying. And Olympus is for, <laughs> Olympus is for like, Gerard Butler kills a dude. And then to spare uh, to bear, spare the president's son uh, the idea of, like, another man being, like, brutally murdered, he just kind of lies to him about it. Yeah, he had to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, it was just like, false alarm, keep going. Yep. I was like, oh, good good job. He went sleepy time. Exactly. And it was like, all right, that is way more realistic about lying to children. Yeah. Like, all right, if you're going to lie to children, lying, lie about the person that you just murdered who's, like, bleeding out next to you, probably still conscious. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to stick my knife through your brain. I'm telling you, man, I want to go watch Olympus Phone right now. Oh, uh, man, it is crazy. I-, I kept expecting, like, the president to kick more ass in Olympus mm. Has Fallen. And then in the end, I was like, all right, I was like okay, I'm, a- I'm glad that he didn't. You know, it's like you didn't have to uh, bring those boxing skills up. Yeah, I liked it. Aaron Eckhart in one of his finest roles. I mean, he's. Uh, did you watch the uh, the Battle of L.A.? Yeah, didn't like it. No, me neither. I, I just feel like, you know, like he gets these he gets these roles, but he hasn't played like, like the kick ass hero dude in like our good movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe maybe that's in his future. Maybe not. I mean, like he does good supporting stuff. Yeah, I mean. Great in Batman. Yeah, Two Face, and now he's the president here. I mean, like, what else? I mean, like, like he, he's maybe he needs to come complete the Harrison Ford trifecta and get old, and then do a movie about aliens. He'd be cool in Star Wars. Why not, dude? I mean, we he could be casted it already. We don't even know. That's true. Well, that was cool. Um, do you have any Thunder Dumps? I have one. I don't know. Let me let me check this really quick, dude. I sent out the ten pounds of comics uh-huh. to uh, to to our listener who uh, who who did the good deed. Right. Uh, it was over ten pounds, and wow. I was sending it to Canada. Nice. <laughs> you you want to know how much I paid? What's that? <laughs> to get rid of these things? How much? Over fifty dollars. Oh my god! You could have thrown it in your garbage for free. I know. <laughs> so I, I think that might be the last. <laughs> See, and and what's funny is like I have more stuff to give away. Like uh-huh. I have like a, all this stuff from Magfest to, to give away. But I'm just thinking, looking at it, thinking like maybe I want to wait till next month. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Before I spend fifty dollars to give something away. Uh. But but seriously. Um. Uh. Like, like I, I don't want to get that back in the mail saying return to sender. I really hope they pick it up. Oh, or else it's just like I just paid fifty dollars for the USPS. I did have a minor announcement. I said in January we'd we talk about interns again. Yes. And I asked any of our listeners that were curious in an intern opportunity for us, a fake intern opportunity, not a college credit one, to contact me. I did get three people. That said they were interested in hearing about it. So uh, this week I will contact those three people and tell them a little bit more about uh, what what I would like uh, for this uh, you know fake internship to be. If there's mm-hmm. anyone else just listening to this now that's also interested, uh, contact us on our Facebook page, uh, private messages. 
or just just leave a message on there and I'll get a hold of you. But I will contact those people and I'll let you guys know this week uh, what I had in mind and uh, you know. And if you like it, then you can be a Jumpman Podcast intern. Word. So. Hey, have you? Did you see the cover? The leaked cover for the new Amazing Spider-Man number one. Yeah, he's like, wee! He's <laughs> like, I'm a superhero swinging through the city, and my mask is off, and I look crazy. Yeah, wee! I mean, yeah. Spider-Man's all sorts of fucked up these days, so whatever, I guess. I, Dude, I actually, I really enjoyed, I haven't read it all, but I really enjoyed uh, Spock. The Dr. Octopus body switch? Come on. I, you know, it was kind of like a weird lame, thing. Lame, lame, lame. But, but Dr. Octopus as Spider-Man was awesome. He yeah. was the best Spider-Man ever. I agree. But they should have just had Spider-Man turn into, like, a Punisher guy. I mean, we really have to think that they had a fucking brain switch. I mean... I mean they, <laughs> all right. So they did the brain switch, uh, I mean, for a number of reasons. But, like, they always kept in the background. They're like, guess what? Peter Parker's ghost mind is in the back of the brain, and he could take over maybe someday and... It looks uh, like that's finally come to pass. That's kind of silly. I mean, one of our our, our uh, listeners said it best on our Facebook page that he you know he liked uh, Spider Man and his Amazing Friends, the '80s cartoon show, because it was Spider Man. It never got too serious, and he remembered to have fun being Spider Man. Couldn't agree more. You know, I love that show, and that's how Spider Man should be. You know, he shouldn't be. When they make him down and depressed, like the '90s cartoon and all the comic books and stuff, it's just annoying. Spider Man is. I mean, he look at his silly costume. He's supposed to be shooting one-liners off while arresting uh, villains, you know, webbing them up. I, I mean, I, 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 enjoy, but, uh, I enjoyed the twist up where, where Dr. Octopus took over because he was, like, this serious, calculating dude who had, like, like he used, like, uh, this, um, like, he would get his own henchmen to form, like, his own, like, spider team. Yeah. I mean, it it, pretty cool. it's cool, but it's like everyone loves Deadpool because he's always cracking jokes and stuff, you know? It's like, bring, I mean, yeah, he's insane, but I mean, you know, just let Spider-Man be the non-serious guy that cracks the jokes and stuff and other, and, you know, let Captain America be like, Spider-Man, shut up and listen for a second. And yeah. you'll be like, whatever, dude, I'm, you know, I'm Peter Parker. Do what I want. Yeah. When, uh, when, when the, um, when the human shorts, when the human torch died, they brought on Spider-Man to take his place. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty, and that was a good move. It was like, all right, all right, you take, you take like one wacky, wacky sidekick dude and replace him with like another one. Yeah, pretty awesome. Spider Man, you're too serious these days. Yeah, so. so they bring back wacky Spider Man, but he looks like, I don't know. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah, I mean the cover looks dumb, but we'll yeah. we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right, so thanks again for listening, everybody. We are the Jumpman Podcast, a weekly video game slash comic slash movie slash whatever podcast. We're on RetroWareTV.com, Elder-Geek.com, RageQuickCast.com. We're on Stitcher Radio, and, of course, our home at JumpmanPodcast.com. Yeah, and don't forget, you can download my short story, Mortal Kombat Playground, for free. And if you like it, uh, send me a line. I'd be curious to see if you uh, thought it was cool or not. Cool. So, and hey, have you seen have you seen that face? That face. Have you wait? Go to go to our Facebook page right now. I can't. Sorry. Ah, crap. I at the very end of Olympus has fallen, where the like the terrorists have been thwarted and the world's been saved. Mm-hmm. The Pentagon explodes with like random like applause, and everybody's like, "Yay!" And I couldn't help but noticing. There's a, the woman on the bottom right corner, the extra on the bottom right corner, gives the worst possible reaction in the world. Mm. 
It's so good. She has this like this overly attached girlfriend face where it's just like, oh my god, really? We're <laughs> saved? <laughs> it's so bad. It's and but she's like right in the foreground. It's so noticeable. Mm. Anyway, so I threw it up on YouTube. Nice. So yeah, I posted it on her Facebook page. Check it out. Sweet. Alright, dudes. Uh we'll see you next time. Alright, peace. Jump man engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall.